Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Cross Creek Golf Club and owner of Go Forth Golf Instruction. I have a wonderful episode for you today. I have a guest on, Michael Pius from First Tee. He's going to come on and kind of update us on what's going on with the First Tee and what kind of programming they've got coming up this year. Also, a fantastic raffle for a wonderful golf trip that you don't want to miss out on. It's unbelievable, and it doesn't really cost a whole lot to get in on this. And, of course, uh, all the proceeds go towards First Tee and everything they're doing there. If you know about First Tee, great. I'd still encourage you to listen to the podcast because I want you to just be reminded about all the wonderful things they do for the game of golf and also the kids that are involved in the program. If you've never heard of First Tee, highly encourage you to listen to the podcast because you're really going to get an idea about how fantastic this organization is, how it's growing the game, how it's making a tremendous difference in the lives of these kids that are part of the program. So really encourage you to invest some time in this and to learn more about First Tee and everything it has to offer. It's Q&A time, so I've got some really good questions I'm going to tackle, and I think it's going to be very informative, not only for the people who submitted the questions, of course, but also for you. you Maybe maybe you're going to hear a question that could pertain to you, Maybe you're going to hear a question that you didn't think of. Really encourage you to listen to these questions and to my answers because you may learn something new today. I had several questions about the rules of golf, which kind of surprised me. I'm always delighted to answer rules questions. And, of course, I had some swing mechanic questions as well. And a really good one question, uh, really good question I'm going to tackle for the last one that you don't want to miss out on. I think it pertains to all of us, to be quite honest with you. And I really appreciated the listener who submitted this. And really, to all the listeners that submitted all the questions, thank you very, very much. Before we jump into all that, I'd really like to talk about the PGA Tour. What's going on out there? Had some recent winners on the PGA Tour. At the American Express, we had Hudson Swafford, who won that one. Of course, the Farmers Insurance Open, Luke List, and AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Tom Hoagie. And then the last one we had, as I'm recording this, Scotty Scheffler brings home the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Great golf tournament there. If you saw Scotty and Patrick Cantlay go on a three-hole playoff, I believe it was. And I'll be quite honest with you, I really thought that Cantlay was going to win that because, you know, he's kind of dealt with the pressure, especially for the FedEx Cup. And I, I just didn't think that Scheffler would pull this thing out, but he did. And congrats to him because it was very well-deserved. He, he maintained um, his focus during that really high-pressure moment. Again, congrats to Scotty Scheffler and, and to all the other victors here on the PGA Tour. The next tournament coming up as I'm recording this, a Genesis Invitational at Riviera Country Club, the Honda Classic at PGA National and Spa, the Arnold Palmer Invitational, at Arnold Palmer's Bay Hill Golf Club, and then the Puerto Rico Open at at Grand Reserve Country Club. So some really exciting tournaments coming down the pipeline. And, of course, after that, we have the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass. So buckle up. We've got some really exciting tournaments coming our way, all headed towards the Masters. Of course, I think that's everybody's favorite, at least it is mine. 
and I'm tickled to death because I get to go back this year. They're allowing PGA professionals back in to Augusta National. I'm super pumped about that. So if you're a master professional, PGA professional, or a lifetime member, we get to get in. So thank you very, very much, Augusta National, for opening your doors to us PGA professionals and allowing us to come back to your hallowed grounds for this absolutely fantastic tournament we call the Masters, so I cannot wait for that. I'd like to get into the FedEx Cup standings, the current standings. As I speak right now, a lot of shuffling going on since the last time I reported this to you. Coming in at number 10 is Max Homa. He jumped up from the number 12 position on his last ranking. Number 9, huge jump by Patrick Cantlay. He's at number number 9, coming all the way up from the 32nd position. At number 8, we got Cameron Smith. Number seven, Sam Burns. Number six is Luke List. Number five is Sung J.M. Number four, making another big jump from 23rd, Scotty Scheffler. Again, the recent winner there at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Number three is Taylor Gooch. Number two, Tom Hoagie. And then the number one spot is still being claimed by Hideki Matsuyama. So some really good movement there in the FedEx Cup standings over the last couple of weeks. And I'm sure we're going to see even more of that in the weeks to come. Of course, I'm sure you saw the outstanding hole-in-ones that were made at the number 16 par 3 there at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Man, what an exciting moment those were. And it got me thinking. You know, I was like, I would really love to see golf look like this in the future. As far as that excitement that we saw you know, whether you agree or disagree with the fact they're throwing beer cans down on the golf course, I like the fact that it's exciting. I like the fact that it's different because you have the side of, no, we need to be more conservative. That's what the game was founded on, and we don't need to break that tradition. Then you have the other side that says, look, let's loosen up a little bit. Let's loosen the game up. Let's try to have more fun out there. Let's create more buzz around the game. Let's create more attention. And Again, just loosen things up a little bit. I find that I'm on the side of let's loosen things up a little bit because I think that golf is becoming a little stagnant at times. Don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of changes in the game, but I just really like that excitement. I'm not saying it needs to be an episode of Happy Gilmore or anything like that, but I think that it would do the game good if we saw something different. I'll give you an example. What if every PGA tournament had a hole like number 16 at the Waste Management Phoenix Open? What if every tournament had something like that, right? It would give the fans something to look forward to, give the players something to look forward to. Or you could say, all right, on one side, on the front nine, we're going to have a hole where fans can just cheer as loud as they want at any point in time. And on the back nine, we're going to give you a hole that you can do that. But it's only on those holes. And that's thinking outside the box a little bit. It may sound a little silly, but it's different. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, what do you think? What's your opinion on this? How do you feel about what you saw at number 16 during the tournament? Are you a fan of the beer spraying everywhere and the beer bottles being thrown out on the golf course? Or do you think things need to be a little bit more reserved? Or maybe there's a middle ground there. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Feel free to share this podcast on social media. Share your comment. Tag me in it. Or maybe you can just come up to me and give me your thoughts about where do you want to see the game go in the future? Do you want to see more excitement, more chaos at the tournament and a little more cheering? 
or would you just like to see things stay conservative uh, like they've been? That's one thing I love about the Ryder Cup. I think that's one of the most favorite tournaments out there for most fans is because it's different. The fans really get into this golf tournament, and it just makes you stay glued to the television because you don't know how the fans are going to react. Not only are the players pumped up, and the players are clearly excited to be there to play, and you see a little bit a little different side to them, but the fans are just so into it, and it makes that tournament extremely entertaining. But I want to share that with you because, you know, that, that's been going around on social media on, and uh, on the news outlets that uh, showing these hole-in-ones and how the fans were reacting. I know some people differ in opinion on this, but again, I think it's great. I think it's different. I really wish we could get more of this in the game of golf and just create more excitement and more buzz around the game than we currently have. So without further ado, let's jump right into episode number 37 as I bring on my guest, Michael Pius from First Tee. Oh, he got all of that one. Michael, welcome back to the podcast. I really appreciate you coming back on. This is like your second visit with me on the podcast. So welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, really enjoying listening to the podcast and and really appreciate coming on and talking about first tee. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. So for those that uh, that are listening and maybe they haven't heard of first tee, or for those who who are listening and they have heard of first tee and kind of know a little bit about uh, what what first tee does, remind them and then educate those who have no clue what first tee is all about. Just what does First Tee do for the game of golf? And then most importantly, what does First Tee do for the youth that are involved in, uh, in your program? Sure. Yeah. So we're, um, I'm the executive director of the local chapter here in the upstate of South Carolina. We've got 150 chapters across the country and, and internationally. And what we're all about, yes, we, we teach the great game of golf, but our secret sauce is, is teaching life skills, uh, skills that they will carry on. These kids will carry on for the rest of their lives. Um, you know, talking about building their inner strength and self-confidence and resiliency skills. And, and these are all things that we can then tie back to school and at home. And these are all skills that again, we'll make them great golfers out on the golf course. Um, you know, I think the first time I was on, I talked, talked about the, uh, example of, you know, you get stuck behind a tree. Um, you got to deal with a, a challenging situation, you know, on a golf course, do you pitch out or do you, you know, try to cut it around the tree and run it up on the front edge of the green? Um, you know, how do you tie that back to life? Um, you know, dealing with difficult situations, if it's bullying at school, um, or difficult situations that you may be having at home or, or, um, you know, in other parts of your life. So, um, that's what we're all about at the first tee. Uh, we are a very fast growing chapter here in the upstate, one of the fastest growing in the country, uh, over the past five years. Uh, last year we grew by 55% over 2020, uh, which wow. we knew we were going to grow a lot, um, be based on, you know, COVID in 2020, but, we were thinking somewhere around 20, 25%. And we just realized this is what families want uh, their kids to experience. They want to experience the outdoors. They want an experience for their kids to learn more about themselves, learn more about um, the diversity of the game. You know, we're 
we're all about creating a, a diverse population of part of the game. We, we know that that is a, a sustainable model when it comes to the game of golf in the long run. Um, so we're excited about the future of our chapter. We've got a lot going on. Um, I could spend uh, 10 podcasts talking about all the different things that we do here, our STEM program, our girls golf program, our L's for autism program, you know, all of these things that we do and we adopt here in the upstate. Um, we, we've got some great programs going on. Well, I can, uh, I can definitely attest to the fact that it's a fantastic program and I, I sing your praises a lot to a lot of people and uh, the impact I've seen it have has been uh, tremendous, and especially the L's for Autism. is wonderful. had the privilege of, of hosting that program out at Willow Creek in my time there, and uh, just a phenomenal program that you guys, I'm sure, are very, very proud of and should be. Uh, so congratulations on all of that. I mean, you guys, I, I cannot believe you guys have grown that much. That That is huge. I mean, I know I've seen that growth, but wow, that that's remarkable. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, every facet of our program is growing our girls golf program back in 2017 girls only made up 27% of our participants. Now it's, uh, in 2021, it was just shy of 40%, um, which is above the national average. Now, um, our else for autism program. Yeah. You were a huge part about that getting off the ground. I actually, I uh, just had a little Facebook memory pop up on my, uh, phone the other day i think it was yesterday or yeah i did too yeah same thing yeah, when we hosted our our training when it snowed out there at willow yeah. creek in 2020 you know right before everything kind of went crazy uh we flew up a, a national trainer from uh west palm beach and uh he did a training for about 20 coaches we had 14 kids in that program in 2020 right in the middle of the pandemic which we were happy about um, and then last year we had over 60 kids in the L's for autism program and wow. our coach, coach Laura, who you've talked to on the podcast too. Uh, I mean, she's amazing. Just uh, mm -hmm. a product of the first tee came up through the first tee of Greenville, uh, went off, played college golf, and then came back and, and became a coach, um, here with us uh, at the upstate. So, um, you know, we're blessed to have her leading our L's for autism program and we're just getting started. You know, it's just uh, I'm so excited about that program. It's been a dream of mine um, to get something off the ground. And we are just going to keep growing uh, that across the upstate. Well, speaking of growth, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was to talk about your, uh, your programming, your classes for 2022. Uh, educate the listener a little bit more about that this year. Yeah, so uh, this is perfect timing. Uh, we just launched our, our spring registration um, we, we launched it last Monday. So the taping of this, uh, you know, on the 10th, um, on February 10th, we just launched it last Monday. Uh, and we've had a record number of kids register already. We're over 150 kids, uh, close to 160 now, I think, uh, for our spring sessions, we are all across the upstate. Um, well, not all across we're, we're in Anderson, Greenville, Spartanburg and Cherokee. We still have some more room to go. We've got to go your way uh, over to Cross Creek. Hopefully we'll be there in the next year or two Absolutely. and, and down to Greenwood. But um, yeah, if your listeners want to just log on to our website, firstteupstate.org backslash register, 
they can click on um, all of our spring class offerings. We actually have a few classes that already have a wait list. Uh, so within, actually we had one class that filled up in less than a day. Um, so, you know, we've got some very popular sites. We've got Three's Greenville, Cherokee National and Gaffney, Cherokee Valley. Greer Golf is coming on board this year, which we're excited about. Um, the Preserve at Verde, uh, the club at Brookstone, Three Pines, Legacy Pines, um, Willow Creek, Woodfin Ridge. So we're, we're excited. We've got a lot of class offerings. I think this is the most that we've ever had. Um, I think we our capacity is about 320 kids right now. Um, so we're, we're really excited. For those who are listening that may want to get involved and help out, how can they become a volunteer or maybe how can they and, and become a coach in First Tee and just help you continue to grow to more courses? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have a lot of different volunteer opportunities. Our number one volunteer opportunity is coming out to those weekly classes. So let's say you're, you're around Willow Creek or you're around Woodfin Ridge. Um, and you have some time to spend with some kids and, and mentor them. Um, you know, you don't need to be Hank Haney or Butch Harmon um, to, to be a volunteer, the first tee. We have a great training pro, uh, program that we offer. Uh, and this is also perfect timing for your listeners to jump on our website and just go to firstteeupstate.org. And then you click on get, uh, get involved, the get involved tab. And then you can scroll down and click on volunteer and uh, you'll see the process. It, it, is a, um, it is a process to, to become a volunteer, uh, background check. Um, we also have a in-person training coming up in, uh, let's see, March 12th. Uh, so we're going to be hosting that soon. And you fill out the background check, safe sport training. We also have uh, an online training called the assistant coach training, which is a national online training that you can go through uh, to better understand you know, our coach philosophy and, uh, you know, what we do here at the first tee. So teaching that life, those life skills and those basic golf instruction. So you guys do a superb job of fundraising. You guys have had some really cool events like the Kentucky Derby, uh, watch you had the links at floor field, which was really cool. Put a lot of targets out there in the baseball field, hitting to those, so you guys yeah. are, are, are so creative when it comes to that. I think you guys have something else coming up too, right? I think it's a, a golf trip raffle. Yeah. So we have our golf trip raffle is going on right now. Uh, we started this back in 2019 uh, with a trip out to Pebble Beach. Uh, 2020, we did a trip out to uh, Whistling Straits. And then last year we did uh, Hilton Head. Uh, we went to Harbor Town. Uh, so we're going back to Pebble and uh, Pebble Spyglass. And we added TPC Harding Park to the mix too, uh, which is going to be just an awesome trip. Uh, it's for a foursome. So it is, um, it's uh, three rounds of golf, Pebble Beach, Spyglass, TPC Harding Park. I mean, just a once in a lifetime experience. Um, right now we've sold about 250 of the 400 tickets. So we're limiting it to 400 tickets. So your listeners have an amazing uh, chance at, at winning this trip. Two nights stay at the, um, including hotel accommodations at the lodge at Pebble beach. So you literally roll out of bed and you're right, right there on the first tee of, of Pebble beach. Nice. Uh, we also got a gift certificate to the sardine factory, which sounds like a silly place, but I hear it is amazing. 
Really? Peninsula. Yeah. Um, and then $2,000 in air transportation voucher, uh, to get you out there too. Uh, we also have a second place winner, which is a foursome at, uh, Carolina country club and a third place, which is a swing evaluation at golf tech Greenville. So, uh, tickets are only a hundred dollars. Um, so we've had a lot of people actually buy multiple tickets, you know, they're foursome get together. They each put in a hundred bucks. And if one of them gets picked, all four of them are going. So, wow. uh, they can go to our website, which is firstteeupstate.org backslash 2022 golf trip. Um, or can go onto any one of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you'll see links there. Uh, we can also accept uh, donations through Venmo. So if you just look us up, First Tee Upstate, it's First Tee Upstate all together. Um, you can Venmo the hundred dollars and then just in the, uh, note section, just put golf trip raffle and your contact information there. And we'll make sure we get you a ticket. Um, the drawing is March 1st, Tuesday, March 1st at 6:45, And, uh, we're going to be doing that live on our Facebook page and probably, uh, streaming it to Instagram also, but, uh, yeah, got, got some time left here to get your tickets. And uh, like I said, they're going fast. I mean, I, I think we're going to sell out 400. Um, really excited about it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. any reason why you wouldn't because $100 is very, very inexpensive to have a chance to win something as fantastic as that golf trip. So I, I would definitely be all over that. So if you're listening, go out there, get your tickets. It, not only you're helping a great cause, but you have a, a wonderful chance of having a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty amazing, uh, amazing trip. I've been out there. I caddied for one of my first tee participants back in 2014. It was the last year they allowed caddies for the participants. Now they have to, you know, carry their own bag at the Champions Tour event. Um, so I got to walk. I haven't played it yet. Um, I got to walk it a few times. We we walked it a practice round. We had a practice round with uh, Tom Kite, which was amazing experience. Um, and then, uh, my participant actually made the cut and we walked on Sunday. So I, I got to walk, uh, inside the ropes on Sunday, which was an amazing experience for her. And they treat the, the first tee participant participants like Kings and Queens when they go out for that event in the fall and, uh, just kind of wrapping up, like this could kind of tie back to our programming. We've got some really solid golfers coming up through our program right now, and and we're hoping that one of them will be eligible to apply for that first tee open uh, out at Pebble Beach, um, maybe this fall, but definitely next. Um, so we're really excited about that. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Again, if you're listening, please visit their website. It's firstteeupstate.org. Again, firstteeupstate.org. So if you want to sign up for the golf trip raffle, it's again, firstteeupstate.org backslash 2022 golf trip. Good luck with everything that you're doing, Michael. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. And again, like I said, I'm a gigantic fan, as you know, of First Tee and really hope we can get you guys expanding out to Oconee County in the upstate of South Carolina over to Cross Creek and maybe some other golf courses and just, again, growing this this wonderful program and reaching more and more kids and uh, also growing the game of golf. So thank you so very much. And, I, and I, can't, I can't express that enough. You do an amazing job there at First Tee, and you work really hard. I don't 
think people realize how hard you work to grow the game and to grow that program. So thank you so much for everything you do for all those kids and also for the game of golf. So thank you very, very much. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. I mean, what makes it easy is working with people like you that are passionate about it. Like you said, the volunteers out there, they really are the heartbeat of our program. We couldn't do it with our volunteers. And of course we couldn't do it without all of the financial support that we get uh, behind a program like this. So I really appreciate you and all your listeners for supporting us and the kids that we serve. You're welcome. Good luck, Michael. Take care. Thanks. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure Maine is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure On Main. You won't regret it. So the first question comes from Denise, and she asks, I've heard of the term COR, but I'm not sure what it means, and I don't quite understand it. Can you please explain that to me? Absolutely, Denise. So COR is an acronym, and it stands for Coefficient of Restitution. And it's basically just a term that's going to describe the energy that is transferred between two objects. In this case, we're talking about golf, it's the transfer of energy between the driver head or a club head to the golf ball. So you either have 0.000, that means there's absolutely no energy that's being transferred from one object to another, or you go all the way up to 1.000, which indicates full and maximum energy transfer between a club head to the golf ball. Now, the higher that COR is, if it, again, 1.000, that means that is the most energy that can spring off that face to the golf ball. Now, back when I was making golf clubs in the 90s and into the 2000s, there were no limits on the COR on a golf club. So you could introduce some really thin club heads that had some really springy faces, especially on drivers, and the distance would be insane. So there's been a limit by the USGA and the RNA on how much energy transfer you can get off that club face. In this case, they're saying that the current limit is 0.830. And what that means is that only 83% of the energy from the club face can be transferred to the golf ball. And anything that goes over that is going to be ruled non-conforming. Now, I want to also point out that the USGA and the RNA, they're not using COR 
as a measurement anymore for drivers. They're using what they call CT or characteristic time. COR is kind of being used for fairways, hybrids, and irons for the manufacturers. But as we know, manufacturers are always looking for a, a new way that they can increase energy transfer. So again, COR, coefficient of, coefficient of restitution, is just a measurement from either 0.000 to 1.000, and it's energy transfer from club head to the golf ball. I will say that the 1.000 figure is virtually impossible because the club and the golf ball, they're made of completely different materials and they have different weights. So you're really never going to see that amount of energy transfer between club head and golf ball. But again, that limit is 0.830 currently. Thank you for the question, Denise. Feel free to reach out with more questions in the future. The next question comes from Scott, and Scott asks, do I now get relief for embedded ball in the rough? The answer to that is yes, you absolutely do. used to be that you did not. You would just simply have to play the ball as it lies, or you could take a unplayable lie and take a stroke penalty. But However, under the new rules not too long ago, you do get relief, and the process you want to take on that is you want to have a reference point that's directly behind the golf ball. So find your plug ball, find your reference point directly behind it, and you have like a one club length arc, no near to the hole, that you can drop that golf ball, again, behind that plug point. And you can use your longest club in the bag if you want to do that. You want to see rule 16.3B if you want a more descriptive detail of that. But yes, to answer your question, you absolutely do get to take relief for an embedded ball when it's in the rough. Thanks for the question, Scott. The next question comes from Frank. Frank asks, I've been in a penalty area before, and I've had an an immovable object in that penalty area, and I was always confused, do I get relief from that immovable object if I'm in a penalty area? Well, Frank, unfortunately, you do not get relief because you are in a penalty area. And because of that, the immovable object is completely irrelevant and you would not get relief of that. And usually when you see stuff like that, it's kind of like a sprinkler head box or maybe it's a uh, a bridge going over a, a creek or something like that. But no, I wish I could tell you you do, but under Rule 16.1a, you do not get relief from an immovable object in a penalty area. Thanks for the question, Frank. Next question is from Joseph, and Joseph says, if I'm in a bunker, it's filled with water, what are my options? Well, Joseph, if you're in the bunker, it's filled with that temporary water, and we've all run into that. It's not a fun situation. You can play the ball as it lies if you feel comfortable with that. Most people will not feel comfortable with that, obviously. Or you can take free relief in the bunker. Now, really pay attention to this because it's important. So when you take the free relief, you need to find the nearest point of complete relief in that bunker, and you want to drop within one club length of that relief area. And If you need any clarification on this, go see Rule 16.1c. Now, if complete relief is not available, the thing is just completely full in there, you may have to take your free maximum available relief in the bunker and drop it within the one club length relief area from the point of maximum available relief. 
And again, you want to see Rule 16.1C on that. You can take a one-stroke penalty, and you can just drop the ball outside of the bunker by going back on that line as far as you'd like to, keeping the point where your ball lies in the temporary water between you and the hole. So again, if that's a little confusing, just go re- go to your Rules of Golf book and read Rule 16.1C. Now, good news is when there's temporary water in there, you do get the relief. You just got to be careful on how you take that relief, and you can't go wrong by going back and look at that rule. Thanks for the question, Joseph. All right, the next question is from Mike, and Mike says, I've been told that a pause at the top of my backswing can help my swing. Is this true? And if so, how does it help me? Yes, Mike, it can absolutely help you. It really just depends on what's going on there. Let me kind of tell you some things that it will help you with. Number one, it's going to prevent a rush transition. This is something I see a lot. Golfers get to the top of the backswing, and then they punch the pedal to the floorboard, and they think that's where they need to start accelerating in their golf swing. In reality, that needs to be through the golf ball rather than from the top. So that pause at the top just really helps prevent that rush transition. It also helps you with balance because if you overswing, you tend to get off balance. Pausing at the top just kind of allows everything to sink in a little bit better. The swing flows a little bit better. Tempo's good. Balance is good. It's also just going to help you deliver the club face to the golf ball more consistently because you can stay on plane easier. One of the things I see a lot is when a golfer gets up top, they tr- they rush that transition. That club gets over the top, outside the end. It's off plane, and then you can hit a, a toe or heel hit from that position. I do want to point out, though, that a lot of golfers, they, they think, that, okay, I want to make sure I have a really smooth tempo. So let me take that golf club back nice and slow. But I, I really don't encourage that because if you think about it, it can cause a lot of havoc at the top of your backswing. Think about a roller coaster for a second. It takes that nice, slow ascent up the hill, and then all of a sudden it gets to the top, and then all hell breaks loose, right? And you're speeding down to the bottom with this reckless abandonment. So think about it like that. You want to have a nice, smooth tempo taken back, but don't be too slow because all of a sudden the swing's getting really anxious. He's going back really, really slow, gets to the top, now it thinks it's time to go. So be careful with that. But a pause at the top can 100% help your swing if you're seeing that you're rushing your transition and if you're seeing that you're throwing that club outside to end and you're getting off balance. So those three things there are what you want to look for. Rush transition, loss of balance, and the club is off plane. If those three things or one of those three things are happening, then experiment with that pause at the top of your backswing. Thanks for the question, Mike. Last question comes from Chris. I really like this one because I run into this a lot. I have run into this personally. I don't know that there's anyone listening right now that has not experienced the question that Chris has. His question is, how can I be less frustrated on the golf course and enjoy it more? I tell you what, that is a question that we have all been seeking at some point during our golfing careers Chris, I'll be honest with you, the frustration on the golf course, it can just simply be the result of an unrealistic expectation. We get out there and we think that we're supposed to be doing something and then we don't do it and then we get really frustrated and then we get angry and we get disappointed. And that could just be, hey, I feel like I need to go out there and break 
80 every single round. Maybe your game's not quite there yet. It can be. But if you have an unrealistic expectation of yourself, that can be the fuel that ignites that flame for you. When you set standards of perfection that are just unattainable, you're going to constantly experience that failure. So it's really, really important, Chris, to acknowledge that you will hit bad gosh shots. It's just going to happen. Don't blame yourself or feel bad because it's only going to increase the chance that you're going to make even more mistakes, right? So when you associate your feelings of self-worth with your ability to avoid mistakes, you're going to be an emotional roller coaster. You're going to feel a whole lot more relaxed if you do not demand perfection from yourself. Even the best players in the world, they don't demand that all the time. Yes, they have expectations. Yes, they have goals, but they're not demanding it every single golf shot because unfortunately in golf, you're not going to get that. In a perfect world, yes, we would love to, and you're going to have rounds where you just can't seem to miss, and those rounds are going to happen to you from time to time, but it's just not going to happen every single time as we all know. The more you replay those missed shots in your mind, the more you're going to absolutely deplete your mind of self-esteem. So just please go out there and realize that you cannot change your missed golf shot. What's happened, it's happened, it's over with, but you can change how you're thinking about it and how you let that upset you. Think about it like this. Life and golf is very seldom all good or all bad, right? We're going to have a little bit good. We're going to have a little bit of bad. And sometimes one outweighs the other a little bit more. But just don't make your missed golf shot the main theme of your thought. Reverse that kind of thinking and just focus only on the good shots that you have to hit. I try to tell all of my students, go out there and approach your golf game with patience, positivity, and persistence especially if you're taking golf lessons and you're making swing changes, or if you're just deciding to make those swing changes on your own, there's going to be a time of transition where you just experience some inconsistencies. But if you go out there and you tack it with the positivity, the patience and the persistence, you cannot go wrong with that. So again, Chris, I think it's just a matter of changing your mindset. You have control of your thoughts. No one else does only you, but you can change the way you think about those bad shots and you can also set realistic expectations for yourself. The most important thing is just get out there and have fun. Go out there to the golf course with that mindset before you even step on the golf course, before you even get out of your car. Just go out there and think, hey, I'm here to have a good time. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to swing the club. I'm going to spend time with my friends, with my family, or by myself. And I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't have the outcome that I'm expecting today. Chris, I hope this helps you. And again, I think that answers the question of a lot of us, if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves right now. But again, thanks for the question, Chris. All right, that does it for the question and answer session. Thank you so much for all those questions. I hope I gave you the answers that you were looking for. And I look forward to getting more questions from all of you out there. Just because I had a question and answer session does not mean you can't ever reach out to me at any point in time. I'll be happy to help you out. Feel free to email me again. That email is sgoforth at pga.com, or you can reach out to me on social media. And again, I'll be more than happy to answer any question that you have for me. If you're a member at Cross Creek, please come up to me. And of course, current students, you know you that door is always open for questions. Doesn't matter the situation. I'm always happy to help.
I hope these answers not only helped the ones that submitted the questions, but also helped you who was listening, because maybe you heard something today that could really impact your golf game in a positive way. There's a perfect shot out there trying to find each and every one of us. All we got to do is get ourselves out of this way. Let it choose us. Congratulations for completing yet another episode of the Go Forth and Golf podcast. I cannot thank you enough for pushing that play button no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. You didn't have to do it, but you did. So thank you so much for your time and for your support of the podcast. Again, as I always say, please help me spread the word. Share this podcast with one of your friends, someone you think would really benefit from the podcast or that would really enjoy it. Feel free to tag me on social media on that. Take a screenshot of this podcast and, again, share it on your social media page. Tagging me is greatly appreciated. If you feel like I deserve it and you're out there on that Apple platform, please go give me a five-star rating. That just really helps me move up the Apple charts, puts this podcast in front of a lot more eyes and a lot more ears, and it just helps me not only help more golfers but continue to grow the game. That is also tremendously appreciated. Be on the lookout for episode number 38 that will drop on Wednesday, March the 2nd. I'll have some more great information that I'll be sharing with you in that episode. And going back to the interview I did with Michael, please go out there and support First Tee. There's going to be a link in the show notes to where you can go and you can participate in that raffle for that unbelievable trip. You don't want to miss out on that. And just learn more about First Tee by visiting their website. Again, it's firstteeupstate.com. Until the next episode, hit those drives long and straight, hit more greens and regulation, drain more putts, and most of all, get out there and have a good time. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today, and remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.